Kiki Girl Gap Podcast. Hello and welcome to Kiki Girl Gap. With me today is Brie. Hi. And honorary Kiki Girl, Robert. Hey. And we all saw cats for some reason. And I know that Brie and I went New Year's Day mostly because of the horrible reviews. Robert, why did you go see it? <laughs> well, first of all, last time I was on, you guys had me talk about Lion King, so I'm starting to feel like the unofficial Cats correspondent somehow. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I was curious from the whole, you know, all the controversy with the digital fur technology and all of that. And I was like, I don't know if I want to waste my time with that. And then when my daughter, I have a three-year-old, she saw the trailer. She was like, I want to see that. I was like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> Wait, she wanted to see she it? She wanted to She's see 30. it. <laughs> And so I took her to see that, and about 30 to 40 minutes in, I think it was right when Judy Dench is entering, uh, old Deuteronomy, she was like, I, I don't like this movie. I want to get out of here. And she kept repeating it. So I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, I, I, but since then, I, had, I was like plagued by the fact that I saw half a movie, and I was, it, it's like, it's weird. I... It's not by any means a good movie, but I'm still like kind of entertained and fascinated that it exists, which I'm sure we'll get into. Oh yeah. Uh, so so a few days later, I went to like a ten o'clock showing, uh, and and saw it with like a bunch of teenagers and and you know in the theater and me just kind of laughing at like what the heck is this? Um, so that's so, kind of my experience with it. And since then, it's it's I've had the like so many of the songs stuck in my head, and I've been driving my wife crazy. And I decided it's because there, if you listen to any of the songs, it's just basically a line or two repeated over and over for like five minutes. So, of course, yes. you're going to get them stuck in your head. It, it, oh, gosh. No, Candace, don't. I, stop. I have been <laughs> muttering the Jellicle Cats and Jellicle do. I've been muttering that in my head like a crazy person. I I can't believe she saw the trailer and liked it because that yeah. trailer gave me nightmares. And one of my coworkers and I, we went on um, my Instagram live feed and like to a thousand people were talking about how much the trailer is just one frightening nightmare. So I felt in order to like rip on the movie more, I had to see the movie. Right. Oh. I, I don't know. I'm and glad we only go? paid. Well, we only paid six dollars for it. Yeah, it I do want to put that out there because I was not spending full money to see that movie. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would. Well, I had the AMC Stubbs A list thing, so it didn't. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of unlimited for me too. Oh, that's good. I, I'm yeah, glad. There were people in your theater too, Robert. Yeah, there were a few people. I feel like I saw a couple of like probably high school boys come in and be like, oh, they're not here. We got punked so bad and walked out. So I'm thinking a couple of their friends said, oh, let's go see the 10 o'clock screening of Cats. And then they actually thought it was serious, bought tickets, went in and were like, what the heck? And so they just went out in like the front of the theater, I guess, and just left. But that's that's the crowd I was with. Like, I don't think anybody in the theater, and there were maybe, I don't know, 10 people in the theater. I, I would venture to say at least two thirds to three quarters of them were there watching it, ironically. Uh, yeah, I, I'm curious though, did either of you have any familiarity with the musical before you saw this? Um, yeah, we were both like musical kids growing up. So like, I mean I'm, a little, but not, I mean, as you two know, I looked at the synopsis cause I was, I don't understand this movie one lick 
And so I was like, well, clearly I don't really know the musical cats. Like I know of Rum Tum Tugger. I know McCavity. I know like the Jellico cat song. And that was about it. Yeah. Cause I had pretty, I mean, I obviously knew memory. And, oh, memory. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think in the lead up to this film's release, I, I was reading, you know, like the Wikipedia entry and be like, wait, so it's just a song of like a cat comes on, sings a song about themselves and then moves on to the next cat. And that's the story of this thing. Um, it, the whole the, like my biggest touchstone for cats prior to this was I don't know if either of you have ever watched the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, yes. that's what I was just thinking about. Yeah, yep. that that was what. I, yeah, like I didn't realize how true that was until I saw this movie, and it's like Rumple Teaser and Mr. Mistopheles, and I'm like, just this nonsense speak constantly. Like I I can't make heads or tails, pun intended, of this mess. It's literally based on some T. S. Eliot poems and the whole thing the play takes place like in a junkyard and like Brie like after we 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 were just like sitting in the theater actually the funniest thing happened in the theater was so the last song happens and the second it goes to black the house lights come on and the whole theater just bursts into laughter because like we're like every single person in that theater just couldn't contain themselves. I mean, Candace had to shush me throughout the movie because I was making like grotesque screams when these like cat monsters came on screen. Um, oh, the first scene, like when you see a cat, Spurry just goes, "What? No!" <laughs> and and like the whole theater is like laughing at her, and I'm like, "Bree, shut up!" Some people might be taking this seriously. It's it's like really it's surreal from the like from the opening frame. I mean, you have the cat eyes in the sky, oh. and then it kind of drops down. It's like, like like this real tumbling down the rabbit hole type of moment. And you know, I've never really done drugs, but I like I get it now. I understand what it feels like because I've seen cats. Well, I I was talking to someone, um, one of my friends, and I was like, I feel like I that was like an acid trip. Like I've never yeah. taken acid. I was like, that is an acid trip. And they looked at me and they go. No, acid's fun. Cats is not. <laughs> it was like, so acid is better than sitting in a movie theater watching cats for like two hours. I mean, sure. Yeah. Did you guys watch any of the behind the scene things like before it came out? Yes. They released like that. The, all those sets are practical. That's what. The production design is kind of cool. Like the look yeah. of the of the actual, you know, the yeah. backdrops and stuff is kind of neat. It's just the this- characters themselves that are horrific. Yeah, oh the scaling gosh, yes. is also really distracting, too. Yes. Oh. Uh, before we, we get into the nitty-gritty of it, um, one of the things I looked up was that Steven Spielberg's production company tried to make this in the 1990s. Into an animated was, film, right? Um, well, it's supposed to be in war-torn uh, London, like during WW2. Um, was it supposed to be animated? Because I did not read that. I just yeah, know it never got. Yeah. I just know it never got produced, and yeah. now I, I don't know why they tried it again. Yeah, before Tom Hooper took over, it was going to be an animated film, and I feel like that would have been really great for kids. Maybe a little better. Yeah. My understanding is that so much of the appeal of the stage musical is the dancing, like the mm-hmm. fact that you have right. real people doing the, you know, doing this dancing and 
Francesca Hayward, who plays Victoria in this, is like, you know, a famous like principal ballerina for like and the she's Royal Ballet. Wonderful. Of uh London. Yeah. She, yeah. She was great in this, I thought. Like I know that's one of one of my major takeaways is that I hope this movie doesn't ruin her, like derail her career in any way. Um, Isn't that exactly because, what I said, Brie, when we left? I was like I was like, I hope this doesn't hurt her because she's super <laughs> talented. I mean I, I was like protective everyone they got was super talented. Like Jason Derulo, classically trained, could hit beautiful notes, but it's it was all taken away by how how disturbing everything was. Okay, not everybody was talented. Honestly, Rebel Wilson did not look like she wanted to be there. Oh no, I said most, and honestly, Rebel Wilson can't sing. Yeah, I don't understand why they had her in this. Nobody's gonna go see a movie because Rebel Wilson's in Cats, you know. Yeah, I mean, Rebel Wilson and James Corden were the two that really stuck out to me. As like, what are you doing in this? Like, in, the whole, like, um, Rebel Wilson, or I think one of them has all these, like, cat puns that they that they try and do, like, throughout mm. at least the first half of the movie or so. And then there's just, like, these really random comedic bits that it's, I don't know, the, so the movie, it's trying to be funny, but then it's trying to be serious, and it can't decide what, it's like, pick a lane movie. Yeah. And it but also... Well, I guess um, getting to them, since we're on Rebel Wilson, James Corden's part, those are like two like kind of fat shaming songs Mm -hmm. and like, really, I mean, also, what's the whole thing with Rebel Wilson's like opening her legs open wide and I was like, what is going on? Legs being What about the mice and the roaches? The child mices? What? The, oh my, the most scariest moment. I mean, the roaches were disturbing, but the mice children were, I think, the most frightening of the two. I don't, everything. Why? Why? I'm so Why? glad somebody told me about the cockroach people because I would have been like, we have to leave. I was not prepared. But also the fact that she opens her own fur... Oh, and yeah. underneath her own fur is more fur, but mm-hmm. also a dress. Yeah. And she does this twice. Yeah, I was about to say, she does it twice, yeah. I know. There's no need for it once. And then some were wearing shoes throughout the whole thing, and some weren't. Oh, do you remember those? We were like, why are those two cats have, like, sneakers on? They're, like, famous hip-hop dancers, apparently. Yeah, the break, the breakdancing cats. I don't it's get a, it. A phrase you never thought you'd say. I mean, I always wanted to use the term breakdance cats, right? Okay, well, I guess starting from one of the beginning in the movies, um, Candace let me know that Victoria was not a main character in the musical, and they kind of did that so they wouldn't have to really break the fourth wall. Yeah, Brie, you were like, oh, why didn't they change anything from the musical? And I'm like, they changed everything, and it didn't help. It did not help. Like, Victoria's, like, pretty much silent, but she sing- she gets a song, and that song's written by Taylor Swift and Andrew Lloyd Webber. Obviously, their Oscar bait song. Mm-hmm. Beautiful Ghost. No wonder Did- I couldn't find it in the lyrics when I was looking that up. Yeah, admittedly, I've been listening to the Taylor Swift version. It's very nice. Don't hate me. It's not I- bad. It's, it's okay. It, I'm, a it's- Taylor- I'm a Taylor stan. Ah, yes. there you go. Well, she's yeah. nominated for the Golden Globe. Which yeah, is on tomorrow get, at this as of this recording. So yeah, maybe someday she'll get her egot. Yeah, there you go. So also, Judy Dench's character was originally a man. Well, I mean, a male cat, a tomcat, whatever it is. And also, McCavity wasn't magical. 
in the in the play in the it musical. It kind of cheapens Mr. Mistopheles' whole magical cat thing. It's like one of many, dude. Yeah, it was like, oh, what are the odds that there are two magical cats? <laughs> it did seem like Idris Elba was having a ball in this movie, though. Idris Elba, oh my god. Okay, so he was fine until the McCavity song, and he took off <laughs> his coat, and I'm like, I'm so disturbed right now. See, that that's actually probably my guilty pleasure one. Like, I think the McCavity song is kind of a, a banger. Oh yeah, no, I like it too. <laughs> and that wasn't in the original musical as well, because I couldn't find lyrics for that oh, one no, either. Oh no, is a famous song, girl. Yes. Wait. Oh, it comes later. No. Yeah, there is, it's there always is... towards the end. But that one's sang by Old it's Deuteronomy, sang... Demeter, and Bomarella, isn't it? Because it's usually sung by two two cats who are like really horny for McCavity. I feel he like all the sing. cats in this movie were really horny. Like, it was, it's like oh my gosh, it was really, so disturbing. Like, for a PG movie, it's extremely sexual. You're like wanting to cover your child's eyes. Yeah, yeah kind of. Especially the, during the Rum Tug Tugger song. The Rum Tug like, Tugger. And then there's the whole like uh, Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser thing that happens, I think. Well, that's yeah. right after uh, Corden, I think, his thing. Yeah, like that yeah. weird threesome petty right? thief yeah. song. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like Victoria's not in that in the musical. It's just... Literally, right. those two cats coming out and being like, hey, this is our name, and this is what we do, and here's us dancing. So it's like with- we're guests at the Jellicle Ball, essentially. Is what yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like, they're like, oh, yeah. let us explain to you how this works. And they don't explain it very well. <laughs> I, I still don't understand what a Jellicle cat is. I don't know. Someone who understands where the heavy side is. And I was like, what? I don't even understand. Are they going to heaven and being killed? Like... What? Okay, so the whole plot of cats, let's try to sum this up, is there's a ball and the Jellicle Ball every year, and one cat who sings really well or who seems worthy gets to go to heaven and get reborn as the cat they always wanted to be, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so we can say that, well, there's magic in this movie, so maybe that's how it works. But I mean, like, spoiler alert: like, the person who sings "Memories," Jennifer Hudson, Gris, Gris- Grisabella, Grisabella, Grisabella. Yeah. yeah, she she wins, and they just like put in a hot hot air balloon, and she goes to really high in the sky, and I'm like, she's dead. Yeah, I, I was kind of almost expecting slash hoping for like some kind of midsummer twist at the end there <laughs> where it would just like burst into flames and she's thinks she's she thinks she's going to the heavy side layer and it's just like this torment uh, a torment of uh, sacrifice or something because that's how like out of left field literally everything in this movie feels yeah i mean i would have probably accepted that more than what just happened <laughs> going to black and going what and also because, well, I, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but going leading up to that, McCavity leaves with Taylor Swift Bomarella, and then he shows up and she doesn't. And I'm like, where? What? Taylor's where very busy. Yeah, I no, understand she, she that, but he, they, she, her schedule just left a hole in the movie, and now that's all I can think of. I think they just needed her out of the boat so like i don't know i don't know 
they they forgot. And Robert, did you see the patched version or the unpatched version? I think I saw the unpatched version because I did. I'm pretty sure I did see Judy Dench's human hand with the ring on and everything at one point. Oh yeah. So this is something that really bugs me about this movie is that that means that nobody who actually worked on it looked at this video a movie. I mean, do you blame them? No. No, but that's just like it's so <laughs> insane, and they're like. Trying to market, if you look at the commercials, they're like, the most magical movie of the year. And they're like trying to push it. Like Universal had it on its for consideration page. And they took that off real quick. <laughs> yeah. But like the fact that nobody like, like you're a writer, Robert. Don't you mm-hmm. like read everything you do before you submit it into the world? Like read it a few times? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like as a I writer, do, you're supposed to. As an I editor, do, you're supposed to look at everything. When well, no. I do my videos, I watch everything over and over again in case there's even like a single frame, like a like a flash, anything like that. There was literally even after the patch, when it was the the magician cat, Mr. Mustafa's Lee's He's moving his hands around, and sometimes they would change. Like, some of them, they, times they would be, like, have fur on them, sometimes they wouldn't. And then there was just, like, this part where, they, like, a flash of a frame where there was just, like, a block of pixelated stuff that, mm-hmm. like, didn't take. And I'm like, nobody watched this but us. <laughs> well, my understanding, too, is that they didn't really do, like, motion capture. They just figured, no. oh, we'll just lay it on after the fact to... Basically, it's like a hundred million dollar Instagram filter throughout the entire movie. It feels yeah. very mean to the visual artist, you know? Yeah. Like, why would they do that? Why not do motion capture? Is like Judy Dench and Taylor Swift not like willing to do that? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I mean, because the human hands and the human feet were creepy enough, but their faces, the CGI doesn't line up at all. Like, I don't, it's horror. I, I, and especially because like, I am all about the practicals. I love, I love practicals. If you can use practicals like Muppets and everything, use them. And makeup artistry is technically dying in the movie industry, which is unfortunate. And they could have really done a lot of cool practical makeup. I think that wouldn't have made everything look terrifying. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, kind of funny that, like, The Mandalorian came out, like, around this, like, before this, and we see, like, Baby Yoda is a puppet, and it's practical, and everyone fell in love with that, and I don't know. There's a reason why practical with, like, a tad bit of CGI works, mm-hmm. and where something like not even using motion capturing to help the visual artists create something like there's a reason it doesn't work. Like their, I I mean, their face movements were off of the seat. Like they weren't lined up with the CGI movements of the fur. It just looks very like a horror movie. And it's so funny listening to the, watching the videos that became before it. And they're like, oh, there's this new technology. It's amazing what Tom Hooper has created and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, have you seen it? Like, Taylor, have you seen it? You haven't seen it, have you? (laughs) I almost wonder, though, because the music and the lyrics and, and then the story is just so bizarre. 
Like, I feel like in a way, this movie will actually be rediscovered more now because it is so strange to look at. Whereas before, if it was just, you know, if the effects actually worked in a way the movie would work somehow even less because now it's in this current form. It's sort of awesomely bad as opposed to just bad. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. We were like saying this would be like an awesome, like the room movie. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And in a couple of years, like, let's get some props. And I mean, they don't think <laughs> these Oscar winners or nominees who are in the movie were, were signed out to be in the next like Rocky Horror Picture Show, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, Judy Dench apparently in the 80s was supposed to be in Cats, but she like tore her Achilles tendon so she couldn't be in it. So she knew what she was signing up for. <laughs> oh, yeah, she yeah, no did. Excuse, Judy Dench. Okay, and. Let's talk about, like, the most surprising, disturbing scene. The very end, when Juni Dench is just talking to the camera, mm-hmm. like, talking to us. And that just, like, I was like, oh, God. They know we're here. Well, yeah, I think, wasn't that, like, the only time she was supposed to break, or any of the cats were just supposed to break the fourth wall and, like, we know you're here, humans. <laughs> like, it was so weird. Yeah, that made it even worse. It's like, she's watching us watch this movie, and... If, if there's like a natural like if they wanted to do that briefly at the end like as an homage to the to the stage production it's like I understand that but then like cut it off like really fast like have her do a brief addressing the audience and kind of say like how would you address a cat boom cut to black not go on for like another three minutes about saucers of, of cream and all this other stuff I'm just like are we done yet because if they would have had memory Jennifer Hudson goes off Judy Dench says goodbye and then cut off. I feel like it would have been at least a stronger ending. Yeah. Yeah, it just like it just felt so awkward watching that, and it was it just went to you said like it went by too long, and I don't know like that's not like a famous scene in the musical, so I don't know why they included it. Was it just like oh give Judy more time or something? I guess. Yeah. I or guess they felt like it needed somewhat of an ending. I don't know. Indy kind of worked as Jennifer Hudson cat going off to die. I mean, they still oh, had God. that. I know. That was like, the last there. frame. <laughs> well, also the naming of the cat song. I don't know why they included that. Cause it's not like if they, if so they made kind of Victoria kind of like, Ooh, the new cat. So we can like understand somewhat of the plot of the Jellicoe ball. And everything else, but and the naming song. I'm like, why didn't they have her choose a name at well, the end? The whole thing was like, it's a name that only you know. But all the cats spend the whole movie telling us about their names. I know they did. So well, I, the thing I don't is, know. Victoria doesn't have any other names because she's literally just like a ballet dancer and she does not sing and barely mm. talks in the musical. I know she. she I know, but if they added some stuff, don't you think they would added somewhat of a tie-in, like a tie-up, like anything? Uh, I do think having that character as sort of sort of the audience surrogate was a good idea, though. Like, yeah, I think that that works because at least you know, like you said, Brie, we have someone to go in there and be like, "What is a jellicle cat?" and then. You know, the explanation makes even less sense than the question. But at least, you know, we're on the same page with somebody in the movie. Exactly. Because I'm like, okay, we're discovering all the wonders with her. It's very like she's the everyday character of like coming into a world that she doesn't understand. We doesn't we don't understand. So we're all learning together. We will never understand. Yeah, I don't think she understood half the time. I was just like, 
yeah, I would just stare blankly too. Like, okay, I guess I'll dance now. I, like, I don't know. I was like, I was hoping if they were going to add anything to it, like add like a tie in for the wrapping of the name thing, because he mentions it. And I'm like, all right. They mention a lot they never get back to. Like during the Angelica Ball, like the railway cat, I was like, who the F are you? Yeah, Where did, did they you even come from? Set him up earlier in the movie because everyone else is sort of like, you know, you meet Rebel Wilson and then uh, Rum Tum Tugger interrupts kind of the end of her song and then he gets a song. Like everything kind of fed into another and then all of a sudden we're following Skimble Shanks, the railway cat, and I'm like, what the hell? Who is this guy? Well, Mr. Mistopheles isn't really supposed to show up until. Mr. Mistopheles, the song in the musical. And I was like, what? I'm glad they added him earlier because I'm like, okay, I kind of get who he is now. But I was like, that's so left field for the musical to do. Like, Rumpton Tugger is like, oh, we need this magical cat, Mr. Mistopheles. I'm like, what? Oh, it's just like looking back at like the musical and like there's 30 named characters. And just even during the movies, they would like focus on some like cats and I'd be like, I don't know who you are. Yeah, like the one cat with the gold tooth. Yeah, because they're like separated from like cats and then there's kittens and stuff like that. And it's just all mixed up. And I just. I did like um, Robbie Fairchild, who played, I guess, is it Monkus Strap? Mm -hmm. Like, I thought he had a really, like, really cool voice and and, uh, presence on screen. And I think, and this is probably because of the technology so weird. the people that were unfamiliar with, I felt like, looked less weird than, hey, why is Idris Elba have a cat face or Jennifer Hudson? Like, I feel like if they had gone with more unknowns, it would have also worked better. I don't know. I, I gave a little yelp and fright when I saw him. I, I mean, he was great. Like, again, the, I think certain people were very strong in their singing and their dancing and, like you said, their presence. And he definitely stood out as one of the stronger ones, but... But yeah, um, just like so from, like, I know dance pretty well and working with dancers, like you could see there was so much technique in that, but it was just so distracting with the CGI that you just couldn't really appreciate it. And still like a combination of fur overlaid on their toe, like on their feet. Well, like, like Robert disturbing. was saying, like how the musical was like about like, you get to see these amazing dancers you know, perform. But, like, when it's also mixed with CGI, your mind's like, that could not be, that might not be real, you know? That could just be CGI dancing. (laughs) Which we know it's not, because we've seen the the behind-the-scenes things, but you just don't appreciate it the same way as you seeing it live. It might have been better, like like you were saying, Robert, if they had the motion sensors. Yeah. Because everything would have been smoother, too. Yeah. I just, I don't get why they didn't do that. Okay, I understand maybe, like, Taylor Swift and Judy Dench are just like, I'm here, you got me for an hour, let's finish this. I'm sorry. I feel like they could have put on a motion sensor suit. Robert Downey Jr. does it all the time with his Iron Man stuff. If you are an actor, and I don't think, I think Judy Dench would have done it. I think you're putting her in with the wrong crowd. I think (laughs) Judy Dench, Dame Judy, would have done it. If you are an actor, you will make sure the movie looks the best, right? So I would definitely put on a motion sensor strap thingy. You know what I mean? Like, Dame, though. I don't know. Like, 
Don't you want... I don't know. Uh, it makes me upset. Well, especially if they're going to invest so much money in it. I mean, this movie costs roughly $100 million. I mean, if you're going to do that, do it right. Yes. Um, and clearly, like we said, I don't, I don't think animation would have worked because then it's just, okay, cartoon cats, whatever. Like, you don't, you don't get the, um, the experience of the dancing and the theatricality of it. So, like, this same movie, but with motion capture, you know, at least it would have been a more credible film. But like I said, I do think that it being so weird kind of makes it more fun to watch, though. I mean, it definitely was strangely fun. I think you are right about that. It's like a bizarreness. Like, it's one of those, like, sci-fi movies that's it's so bad, it's so good. Like, I could see instead of, like, it would be Tom Hopper's name, I could see it's, like, Ed Wood presents Cats. This is how I feel like Ed Wood would have done Cats. I really wish they embraced the weirdness a little bit more. Like, more of the cockroach dancing and things Well, they did embrace the mice kids. Oh, yeah, they brought those back up a few times. Yep, the railway song. And then they had them eat the cockroaches. Oh, that was bizarre. Jeez. Okay, so guys, overall, why does this exist? (laughs) I mean, I can't give you that answer of why. It just it's lost so much money because if you think about like the hundred million they spent and then all the money they spent on marketing. Well, yeah, but they also released it during Star Wars opening, which makes no sense. I mean, it, especially if this is PG and going for a family audience, I'm pretty sure your kids are going to want, except for mine, are going to want to see Star Wars instead of Cats. Yeah, and I mean Frozen Two is still in theaters, really. Right. So, if you really need to see something, do you think the person who did the scheduling was like? Oh no, I've seen like a scene from this. Let's bury it with What? Well, okay, that makes sense burying it. Like just like I've give heard, it yeah. send it to its death. I've heard that theory too that maybe they were just like, "Oh, well, now we put it here and and it does terrible numbers against Star Wars." We'd be like, "Oh, Star Wars. Damn it, Lucasfilm can't beat Disney this year." That kind of thing and they have a scapegoat at least. Mhm. With all the reviews that they're getting, especially the ones on Twitter, I don't think they can escape it. Cats, the Twitter is blocking people. Oh, wow. <laughs> they really just need to embrace this. Like, they need to do, like, a sing-along version. They need to do, like, um, adults only with alcohol mm-hmm. <laughs> and an open bar. I don't know. Yeah. Well, since my, you know... As I was watching it, like like I said, and there was pretty much nobody in my in my theater. I just like took my phone out for two seconds. I was like, I texted my wife and I said, "This is totally going to be a future." On my podcast, I have a thing that I do very sporadically called Crooked Commentaries, where we watch a movie and then talk about it. I'm like, I'm going to have to make you watch Cats because we have to record your reaction <laughs> to this because we have actually done the room, and she's still kind of fighting me on it. But I'm like, you know. We, I'll wear you down. We need to we need to make this happen. It's just it's one of those things that you have to kind of see to really believe that this actually happened. Oh, for sure. I think that's one of I think that's an appeal to it. That's the reason people are showing up in the theater. I was very shocked when can like I got to the theater waiting for Candace and I was like, there's people here. <laughs> I was like, what? But I think it is. It's a strange anomaly. I think all the bad reviews are actually helping them oddly enough like people wanting to go see the horrible weirdness of it all do we think this is gonna hurt tom Hop- tom hooper's career now i mean he, he did before this he's, a, he's an oscar winner for the uh the king's speech and he you know he did lay miz before this do we think this is now he's going 
straight to director's jail or any of these actors that are going to suffer, you, you think? I mean, all the established actors, they have so much on their names. There's nothing's going to happen to them. I mm-hmm. think one thing, like Jennifer... Um, Hudson? Hudson, thank you. My goodness, my brain was like, Houston? I was like, that's not it. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Hudson, she... I saw the trailer of Aretha before even the Cats musical. Oh, yeah. I so too. I think she's going to bounce back like before anyone because people are going to see her and that and be like, you know, nominee Oscar winner, you know? I was literally doing memories, closing my eyes because I like, I, I'm like, I just want to hear her voice. <laughs> I don't need to see what this is. And for some reason, that. they made I her like really open. snotty all the time. It was gross. Yeah, she did have, like, the snot dripping down constantly. She was very snotty. But I think, like, again, didn't Tom do Les Mis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing, like, Anne Hathaway, like, it was, like, that ugly cry. And I think he wanted that out of her as well <laughs> oh for memory. God, and finish. I didn't necessarily like Les Mis, the musical movie. I really didn't like how he did it. And also other things, which we're not getting into because this is about his cats movie but i just don't know if i particularly like his style when it comes to musicals i think he tries to make it a little too realistic which as we can see from cats is not attainable realistic cat people probably a, probably a bad idea yeah I, I do i do think that hudson was probably going into this being like oh yeah i'm gonna get my second oscar for cats let's really belt it out yeah i do <laughs> just, think that yeah. as well she gave it her all. Probably didn't need to. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's also like the way it's the way the movie begins. You're, you're we're following a human in a car, and mm-hmm. who has Victoria like in a bag, just like flings her into the into you know a trash heap basically. Mm-hmm. So are we? This is the other thing I was confused about. Are we in a human world, or a cat world, or does the cat world magically be the human world? magically become a cat world at a certain point like i had no idea what the hell was going on i think what it was trying to do was like okay she's a stray let's have like the woman give her away and then we go into the cat's world which is technically within the human world okay so like a diagon alley sort of situation (laughs) kind of i felt like it's more like like you saw like all the storefronts were cat related it was just like how cats think like yeah they're the most important things in the world so everything is about cats so that's just their their, their, that's their worldview because jellicus can and jellicus do no 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 i mean i still don't know what a jellica cat is are they special like are they different from regular strays or in their mind since they're strays they're jellicos and how did mr how did they learn magic candace not all of them are stray. Some of them have colors, and they say they're humans, like the the twins' cats. They're they're human. They have humans. Oh, that's true. And Jenny lives mm-hmm. in a house, and Jenny Annie dots. <laughs> Jenny Annie dots. I'm sad that I know that now. Oh. oh my god, that's the thing. Okay, like thing I was talking to Bray. I was like, I don't remember anything from the the Lion King 2019. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember a single scene. It's but still this, I mean, this just is think gonna the nineteen ninety four one. It's pretty much the same. Yeah, except like, I hated that movie too. Oh, stop! Why are they doing this? Well, I, <laughs> to also cats. Told, I also told Brie. I was like, for the first time, 
I'm actually happy my cat is dead. Because, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> because I would not be able to look her in the eye after seeing this movie. I was a little disappointed when um, Mungo, Jerry, and Rumpelteaser were, you know, the whole dog, uh, you know, almost dog encounter with a dog in the house. Like, I wanted to see, like, a person, a dog person come through the I was afraid that. that they were going to do that. <laughs> I was like, we're going to see some barking Like, really weirdness. lean into it. Come on. I think that would have been terrifying. Like, even more. I don't even know which one would be worse. That would Just, have been embracing the weirdness, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true, but it would have been so disturbing. Now I'm just picturing it, and I'm disturbed. Oh, you're right. This movie has no interest in being disturbing. My bad. Oh, you're right. They don't. They want it to be Oscar-winning. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Cats a musical Oscar week. Because a musical, I mean, literally the synopsis and like you were saying, there's it's such simple lyrics. Like, how was this a popular musical? Mm -hmm. Oh well, like Robert said before, it's like the dancing, it's the the it's a the can't even talk today. This movie's ruined me. It's about it's more about the performant performers, and I feel like a lot of kids, like families saw it too. Even though it is very sexual, like, from what I remember. <laughs> so the musical, the stage musical is just as sexual as the movie is? It feels like it. There's a lot of, like, the way they move, the mm-hmm. dancing, and there's a lot of open legs where I'm like, what? Because I was watching, because um, I remember watching the, um, there was a VHS. They recorded one of the Broadway shows, like, in the 90s. And I remember watching that as a kid. And they have a lot of it on YouTube. And I was like, oh, oh. Like, even the cavity, like, the costuming for that is almost as scary as Idris Elba in CGI. Oh. Yeah. It was weird that to not see him with clothes on at a certain point during the musical number. Because he yeah, had, like, a was... trench coat and a hat on the whole time. And then all of a sudden he's just, like, letting it all hang out there. Yep. Yeah. I, I thought mean, the okay. coat helped him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he should have kept that coat on. I mean, I know a lot of women want to see Idris Elba naked, but not like that. No, not like that. Idris Elba as McCavity is going to end up on people's top, like, sexiest men list. Um, you forget furries exist. Yeah, it's true. This, like, well, furries, like, yeah, this is for us. Finally a movie. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't know. They like practicals, like fursuits. So this could be equally as disturbing for them. True. Okay. This just like movie doesn't win on any level. I think you're, I think everyone is correct in the fact it's going to be one of those like cult mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. followings of wanting it. They want to embrace the weird. And Tom Hopper is probably just like horrified that it's going to become what it is becoming i wouldn't be surprised if this is this is his last musical film after this yeah what a way to go out on <laughs> he might need to make another like king's speech kind of yeah. very british yeah. king's Oscar. speech was great amazing cast i thought the directing was good i thought the cinematography was great in that don't know what happened cats happened i mean like you know at a certain point i don't know if you could make this into a like respectable like award like this source material is just not there and i don't I think, think yeah any, there is no plot they didn't add anything to help the plot 
I mean, I do think maybe if they did it in a way where it wasn't this like Instagram overlay, you know, maybe the practicals could help. Maybe not. I don't know what could help a plot this bad. Is the stuff with McCavity kidnapping old Deuteronomy and then he like keeping certain cats like on a boat in the middle of nowhere? Is that in the stage no. production? Or? No. Okay, so they tried he to literally, be like, like he he's does, stalking the cats. He does kidnap old Deuteronomy, me, but he just like grab grabs him because it's a him. But he also him. tries to pretend to be him. Yeah. And then all the cats find out it's him, and that's when they go find Mister Mistopheles. So they changed that, and that's why I was like, there's no wrap-up with the whole Victoria naming thing. They left so many unanswered questions in Cat. Okay, this is what they should have done to make it an Oscar contender. They're all in a mental hospital, and they all think they're cats. <laughs> They've all, like, undergone something very traumatic. So, like, Sucker Punch meets Cats, sort of? Exactly, but less sexual. <laughs> okay. Less sexual than Sucker Punch or Cats? Both. <laughs> Both. Okay. There, I solved it, guys. I think, I Candace, think. that should be your first movie. Exactly. Why people think they're cats. But anyway, <laughs> I don't think any Andrew Lloyd Webber movie... I mean, Evita was okay. That was with Madonna in the 90s. But, like, other than that, I can't see any of his works really translating to film. I mean, Phantom could have if they got a better Phantom. Mm-hmm. And they didn't get Joel Schumacher. Who? That, that's another movie I love to watch that's horrible. I, yeah, I like parts of it. It's it, it obviously not doesn't work overall either. Wait, you don't think Phantom could work as a movie musical? I mean, the, the one that he made doesn't. 100%. Well, no. Like, the some of the scenes, like... I, I mean, also, the, the music is good regardless. Like, I think the music, yeah. like, even in Cats, like, the lyrics are ridiculous but the music like if you could strip away the singing at some and some of the songs like the the melodies and that, that like it's catchy like there's a reason that it became such a phenomenon back in the 80s you know what i wonder if it should just be a ballet mm-hmm. maybe with like no words to it just like you said just like the music and then they could dance their way as cats and i think that might work out those were probably, I mean, minus the, minus the digital fur, some of the more successful moments in this movie when nobody was singing and they were just doing their dance routines. I thought some of yeah. that was actually kind of cool. You know what? The dancing was great. And then hearing, like, you know, Jason Derella hit those high notes, I was like, you get it. Not watching his creepy face, seeing it. His creepy cat face, I should say. Not not Jason Derulo. Right. Like, him as a person's not creepy. Cat person creepy, though. Okay, so, um, Bree, can you tell them where to find us? Oh, yeah. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at, oh, and Tumblr, all at Geeky Girl Gab. Yeah, I'm like, we need to end this before we continue. And, um, Robert, <laughs> where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on the Crooked Table podcast, uh, an Apple podcast, Spotify, crookedtable.com, and on Twitter at Crooked Table. Okay, thank you, Robert, so much for joining us in this insanity. Yeah, thanks for thanks for giving me a an outlet to get my my uh, cat's feelings out there because, like I said, it's kind of been haunting me since I saw it, which is 
which is why I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do a commentary at some point, just because it's like I have things to say. Guys, we're haunted by beautiful here. ghosts. Sort of. <laughs> oh yeah, did you hear that Rumtum Tugger is a curious we're... cat? By the way. You know what? And so is Mongo Jerry. And no, the no, full stop, 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 stop. Now that this is over and we talked about it, I want to be done with it. Okay, well, I'm Candace. I'm Bree. I'm Robert. Stay geeky, Angelical. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know.